0: From first to fourth grade, I was the only black kid at Elm Road Elementary. Number two was Reginald Williams, and the only reason I remember that, well, is because he was number two, and I was number one. Fourth grade, Mr. Monteford's class. Number three, by the way, was Afrina Brown. Why do I remember that? She was the first black female. Also, she was number three, Reg was number two, and I was number one. You kind of pay attention to those things. I didn't grow up in the projects, but spent a lot of time in there. My mother, we lived on Elm Court. During that time frame, we was the only black family in that neighborhood. My lens is a little bit different. Fast forward to college. There wasn't a lot of us. I'm not going to say I was the only black kid at Hiram College, but we were. there wasn't many of us. My lens is a little bit different. I worked on jobs where I was the only employee. I was the only manager of color. My lens is a little bit different. Fast forward to 2007. When I started my business, I became an official black owned business. And that's where we're going to get to now. So what triggered this blog post is this whole thing of buying from black businesses. Now, this is this is nothing new. There's nothing new under the sun, as my mom would always tell me. So this is nothing new. This has been going on for Decades upon decades, spending money with black businesses. And that's not an issue with me. Here's the issue that I have I'm on social media and I'm scrolling down Facebook and Instagram, and I have people that I'm cool with and that I know posting support black owned businesses and bashing people for not doing it. And that kind of just got up under my skin. Why? Because it was some of these very people who don't support black businesses or never have support black businesses who are actually telling people to support black businesses. I mean that to me, that's hilarious. I don't understand that. That's hypocritical. Now, yes, we do need to support our own black businesses. And no, oh, by the way, if you get a room full of black business owners together and we start talking about the issues that we face, yes, there's, you know, issues with vendors who charge us more and yes, you know, there's there's cost disparities on, on, you know, what we do within the business, you know. Um, but one of the main things that we talk about is the lack of support from our own people. Let me say that again. The lack of support from our own people. I don't care who you are. If you are a black owned business, you have thought about that. You have discussed it and you have tried to figure it out. And on the other side of it. For those people who don't, who criticize black business, black folks who don't like to do business with black businesses, typically it's some things like, oh, the service was bad. Oh, they cost too much. The customer experience is, oh, I don't like him or her because back in high school they was da 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 da. Okay. And that's not to say every black owned business is run like a fine oiled machine. But the reality that you would want to post something, stand up on your podium and your flag, demanding that white people and other people support black-owned businesses when you don't yourself or rarely have, you're a hypocrite. Now, Big Mike, now I'm going back to some hip-hop 1994, I encourage you to listen to the song. It's off his album called Something Serious. And the song is called World of Mine. Now, If you don't like cuss words, if you don't like racially insensitive terms and stuff like that, uh, either get over it or probably don't listen to the song. But anyway, on a serious note, most of the hip-hop that I listen to, most of the music I listen to, I don't really listen to the lyrics. I listen to the beat and the harmony. Now, this song by Big Mike, if you had a system back in the day, you was banging this song out. In fact, today, if you in your 40s or late 30s, you be playing this song still at parties Or when you're driving around But the song is called World of Mine And he had a I'm going to read this segment of the song here this, this part of the song Because it always stuck with me And it makes sense Especially when I think about today's time So I'm going to read this It says So who's effing who? Is it that white man or the black man Standing next to you? See most blacks can't handle power Get paid and be changing out the hour. Closing all doors, got a little paper, now they want to treat their people like hoes. Now after taking a look at that, how the F you think the white man is supposed to act? See, you can't check a peckerwood, that word is in there, that is not me, if we can't treat our own people good. We want to pick the fruit, but the fruit ain't ripe. Now who has the right to gripe? That song is very poignant in these days and times. Because if you read that, if you understand that, it's that we don't support each other. Yeah, some of us move up the line and we start making money and getting all popular and forget where we come from. That's the term. But for the most part, we really don't support each other. And I don't understand why, but I'm going to bring it back to business. If you truly care about supporting black businesses as a black person, have a conversation with the owner. It doesn't mean you go and spend 10 extra dollars to do business with this black owned business when you can get something cheaper at Walmart. I understand that. It's economics. It's about budget. But give that black business a fair opportunity as you would any other white owned business or Persian or Arabic business or Korean business or anything like that. Give them that type of opportunity as well. And if you don't want to do that, that's fine. But don't put your flag up fighting fist fight or fist raising talking about support black businesses when you don't do that yourself because that's hypocritical thanks